0: Welcome to Whitefields Church Podcast. Our focus is to help you grow relationally, emotionally, and spiritually. I hope you enjoy the message. Over the last couple of weeks, we've had some excellent messages on um, one from Nancy on prepare, 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 and then uh, one from Mark on... Uh, putting our eyes on, on uh, eternity. Um, one of the things that we really need to be careful of and watch out for is separation within the church, where um, if the enemy can come into a church and separate it, he can take the power from it. And so today, I'm going to go back to the, the life of Jacob that we've had several really excellent messages on, but I think the Lord's given me a little different uh, idea about His life and uh, how it's a pattern for the church. So we've seen Jacob as being a trickster, heel grabber. We've seen I've, I heard a message once in India about him being obedient to his mother when went into the uh, her. Her brother's land. We heard the other day about him being a mama's boy. (laughs) (laughs) Hallelujah. But I want to take about a 30,000 foot look at his life. Because there's something about Jacob that caused in Romans Paul to write, uh, Jacob have I loved, but Esau have I hated. And then then you go back into Genesis, and it it talks about um, two manners of men or two manners of people, two manners of men, being in uh, Rebekah's womb. And we know that Esau was a a man of the the world. He was a hunter. I don't really have anything else hunting. I kind of love it, actually. But he was interested in the the things of the world. And the the bowl that Vic talked about, he he traded his uh, heavenly inheritance for a bowl of soup. It was a good message. But I want to look a little bit more about uh, Jacob and see what there was about him, about his life. That's a message for us. God speaks to us in threes. Let me read something, a footnote out of this book, if I can find it. Here it is. I lost my marker, but I went right to it. How about that? Um, it says, in speaking out of Proverbs, this man's note is that God speaks in threes. He's a triune God. We have a body, soul, and spirit. God lives in a three-room house, the outer court, the holy court, and the chamber of the Holy of Holies. These are threefold dimensions. or There are threefold dimensions throughout the Bible. So oddly enough, I had a study on this, and I want to talk to you a little bit about what I found in that study. Some of it we've known. There's uh, the children of Israel came out of Egypt. They went into the wilderness. And then there was a promised land. Um, in the Tabernacle of Moses, there's the outer court. There's the holy court. And then there's the most holy court place. In the memorial feasts, there's Passover, Pentecost, and the Feast of Tabernacles. You see this over and over again. Um, Isaiah talks about the young men, the youth, and those that wait upon the Lord. There's uh, God calls the word of God, he calls it the sincere milk of the world. He calls it the daily bread. He also calls it it strong meat. There's the, the good will of God. There's the acceptable will of God. There's the perfect will of God. Are you beginning to see... What, what uh, this repetition is talking about is there's God is always pulling us toward maturity. Does that make sense to you? And, and in, in each of these threes, there's a progression w- where there will be fewer that enter into it, but the calling is higher. Hallelujah. The one I want to look at today is uh, uh, Revelation 12, 11. It talks about the overcoming, the overcomers. They overcame by the blood of the lamb, they overcame by the word of their testimony, and they overcame by they loved not their own lives to death. So, All of these series progress from immaturity and uh, many people willing to enter into that. There's a, there's a coning down. Now this is found in, in uh, Jacob, in his life. We all remember the story how his mother uh, got him to dress up like his brother and he got the blessing and then uh, she told him, he said, you, you better get out of Dodge. She said, There's, um, your brothers are going to kill you. Go to my brother Laban's house, to my brother's place. So we see Jacob take off across the desert. And he's taking a nap. He's got his head on a rock one night. I don't know how he does that, but he's got his head on a rock. And um, in the middle of the night, he had a dream. And in this dream, there was a ladder that came down from heaven, and the, and the Lord stood at the top of the ladder, and there were angels ascending and descending. And his comment was, I didn't know that God was in this place. So he, he um, received a revelation that God is real. And that's kind, of, that's kind of what happens when the blood of the lamb comes to us, we realize that our sin is gone, we, uh, we don't have to pay for our sin, and that God is real. And, and we, we enter into a time when the Lord I, I love this saying, I wish I'd have coined it, but it says, we were seized upon by the power of His great affection. Don't you love that? Yeah, that just rolls off tongue, seized upon by the power of His great affection. And we're in this place of honeymoon with the Lord, and it's just, we just He's close. And we went through a time like that when in, in the '70s, '60s and '70s, when God was just close, and we fell in love with him. Hallelujah. But then Moses, uh, Joshua went on, and he went to Laban's house, and he got his eyes on this chickadee, and her, her name was Rachel. And she was a beauty, but uh, so he told he told Laban. He says, "I'll work for you for seven years for for your daughter." Well, that was that Laban was in for that. He was a bit of a trickster himself. So he um, the the problem is he switched to, he switched the women, sent the, the other sister that wasn't the one that uh, that Jacob wanted. So he see he's getting a little test of his a little taste of his own medicine, so then he said, "Well, okay, I'll work another seven years," and and uh, but I, but I want a Rachel this time. So uh, sure enough, worked another seven years, and he got the one he wanted. So now he's got two wives, and both of them have had meetings, and. Uh, so he went, he kind of reverted back to his trickster, said, and he says, I'll take, uh, he said, I'll take the sheep and the goats that are spotted, and, and you take the ones that don't have any spots in them. He told his father-in-law that. Well, then he went and he, he, uh, mix, he intermixed them, because he, he was a, a goat and a sheep breeder. He knew something that if, if there was a dominance in the color. So pretty quick, he's got the whole herd to himself. There aren't, any, uh, there, there aren't any without spots, so he owns the whole herd. So he's beginning to think, maybe he better get out of here. <laughs> and, he, and he heads off, but his father-in-law chases him. And uh, this is the second time the Lord appeared in, uh, uh, to Jacob. See if I can find it. Oops. It said, and Jacob went his way, and the angels of God met him. And when uh, when Jacob saw them, he said, This is God's host he called the name of the place mahan i don't know mahanyam That those hebrew names i can't pronounce them but the meaning of it is there's a there's two troops of either troop uh, either men or angels that are with him in in his testing so you see when he comes out of the wilderness he's going to have a testimony that even in my wilderness the the host of the Lord was with me. So we see that we 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 see them. They came, overcame by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of their testimony, and the third one is they love not their own lives unto death. So God has got us all in this school. Hallelujah. So Laban finally caught up with Jacob, and uh, Jacob, they made a deal and they made a covenant, and then they, they went their way. Um, but Jacob, when, after he left that, he sent, the, the Lord had promised him, go back to your father's home. So he had a promise from the Lord. But he, um, he he sent some messengers out ahead to see where his brother Esau was, was coming, and he said, "Your brother." His report was, "Your brothers are coming with 400 men on horses." Well, he's got these myriad of flocks, and he's got four wives and 11 kids. <laughs> Not much of an army. So he got back to scheming Jacob again, and he said well, maybe I can send a gift for to, 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 um, to my brother es- uh, Esau and he won't kill me. So the first thing he, he tried to do is he tried to escape and when that didn't work, he said, well, maybe we can appease. So he sent his flocks ahead to Jacob, or excuse me, to his brother Esau and um, and then he was there by himself on the river Jabeck. That, that word Jabek means in the Hebrew, a place of total aloneness. Isn't it, the, isn't it the funny the way God puts things together? His word, he had, a, he had him on the Jabek Delta, or the Jabek Crossing, when he was all alone. And he wrestled there with an angel in the night. Let me back up a little bit and talk about wilderness, because God, is, God does something. He's got, he's got patterns that we can find. He will call a man out into a wilderness, force him into a wilderness, so that he can um, reveal himself to him. And so in the church, we've got people who, are, who God has got in a wilderness. And he's trying to show them that I am with you in the wilderness. And those wilderness can be financial. They can be relational, like you were talking. But God is there in that, and he's protecting. So anyway, we find uh, Jacob in the River Jabek all by himself. And the sentence that he has gotten from his mother is, your brother is going to kill you. So he's standing by himself, and he's in the midst of uh, a death sentence from his brother and the promise of God saying, go home, I will be with you. It kind of reminds me of where America is today, where the church of America is. Anyway, uh, Jacob wrestles with an angel there. Now it's not just, it says he wrestled with a man, but he didn't wrestle with any man because this man was able to bless him. And the lesser is always blessed by the by the greater. So here we have him, and he wrestled with dawn till dawn, and he demanded a blessing. And in the morning. He had made up his mind after this wrestle that he would go ahead and go toward his brother. He he was strong in his faith that he could that his brother was gonna wasn't gonna kill him. So he. Uh, After he was wrestling with him, he said that the blessing that that uh, Jacob got was that thy name shall now no more be called Jacob, but Israel, for as a prince hast thou power with God and with men, and hast prevailed. You see, he was he was the Lord is pulling him from being uh, to to being from being. Uh, just um, happy that he got to know the Lord. He's pulled him through the wilderness, and he's confined him to where he stands by himself with the angel of the Lord. Nobody to help him. The wives aren't there. Kids aren't there. The flocks aren't there. It's just him. And it kind of reminded me of of the song he sang. It's just me. This this life, you've got to understand this. But he went then, in the, in the power of that word from the Lord, he went uh, and met his brother. And the Lord is pulling the church that way, from, from being satisfied with just being, yeah, I'm going to go to heaven. He's, him, he's pulling us through the, uh, the maturing process that, that I will be with you in the wilderness and finally, he's taken us to where my word is more than your fear. And God's got to get you alone. He's, but there's a place of maturity in there. It's not, it's not just anymore, God's going to get me to heaven. But, but I take my uh, will, and I set it before God, and I set his word above my will. That word in, uh, in Revelations 12-11, it says, They overcame by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their own lives unto death. That word lives there does not mean your physical body. It means your thought process. It means your emotions. It's, the word is suke, And so then... Uh, um, when we, we see the difference that uh, Jacob instead of being a trickster he, he goes out and he meets his brother and his brother says well come on everything's copacetic everything's good come ride with me we'll ride in and he says no he says My Lord knoweth that the children are tender, and the flocks and the herds are young, and are with young are with me. And if a man should overdrive them one day, all the flock will die. Let my Lord, I pray thee, pass over before the servant, and I will lead softly, according as the cattle that goeth before me do. And my children will be able to endure until I come unto my Lord. So there was a change in attitude. And instead of taking the bull by the horns and doing things his way, he said, I'm going to be uh, cautious with the young ones that are with me. And that was the, the, the man who has, or woman, who has, uh, their life has changed to the point where they are, have power, both with God and man, Walk softly with the children. There's a whole character change. And, and God, in every church, God has those that are new in the Lord, that are just in love with his love. But God has got these rela- relational things going on. These uh, dr- He's sucking us toward maturity. and uh, And it's up to us. We can take ourselves off of that any time we want. But I had a, a, a pastor-teacher friend of, me, of mine one time who, who said this. What you do with your life, maybe with your 60 or 70 years, will project you into the eternity. Isn't that just that is something? What you do with your life here is going to determine where you go in eternity and it's going to set the projection for that hallelujah i just want to share one other thing to kind of confirm this so so a pastor in a church has got these different stages of, of maturity within the church. and they can cause friction because of lack of understanding. This one that's just so in love with Jesus can meet a guy that's in the midst of, a, of, of God revealing himself in the wilderness and and he just can't understand, oh Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you, don't you know? Hallelujah. But, so, so we must have unity within the church. We must realize that there's some of us, and I'll, I'm, I'll say that God is trying to get me to change my name to uh, Israel, but my mind is fighting me big time. <laughs> I've got these fears. Should I store up for, uh, for a panic, or should I trust God? Is are the Democrats going to take over the whole thing and take us into communism, or should I trust God? There's a there's a fight. So so don't get me started, (laughs) (laughs) because there might be disunity in the church. Hallelujah. But I I wanted to tell you something. I've got a friend who's um, he's been uh, incapacitated for about nine years. He had three strokes just like that and ended up in a in a nursing home he has no control on his left side of his body even the vocal cords he can't use but he can text me now i just want to read to you what his response was to my trusting and loving god he says the problem is there's nowhere else to turn we have spent our lives giving lip service now it's time to walk the talk hallelujah i believe god is going to bring a new thing into the church of of a, an understanding of power but there has to be unity involved in it you know we have to understand that there's there are people in different stages of development in their lives and that we have to give grace for that amen hallelujah hallelujah i think i'm about done there the only thing i would say is this satan uses uh, these differences and misunderstandings to destroy churches and people that's the warning. That's a part of the preparing that we need to do. We need to, we need to know that God is in, God us all in maturity process. And we need to walk with those in the wilderness. And we need to encourage those who are being, who are trusting and standing alone. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. Please make sure to subscribe to our podcast. If you'd like more information about our church, please visit our website, whitefieldsalaska.com. Thanks again for listening, and may God bless you today.